I brought a gun to this fight. <laughs> <laughs> You're now cotton candy, bitch. No. Yes, for those out there, that is from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> <laughs> I, I forgot last time we were talking, but... If this thing shot cotton candy, I'd be dead from diabetes. I'd be- <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what's on the tube. Welcome back. Thank you for being a friend. What you talking about, Willis? You are a meathead. No soup for you. Don't touch that dial. Adjust those bunny ears. Because what time of year is it, Jay? It's that beautiful time of year where we look back at a season full of gems and polished turds. Oh, As yeah. we give awards to some of the greatest and a lot, of the, greatest. <laughs> a lot of the shittiest shows that ever graced your airwaves. This is the second annual Sitcomies? That doesn't have a good ring to it. No, no, I don't. <laughs> that doesn't sound right. The cities? The, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and the commies, yeah, that's yeah, just totally out there. Not a good time to be a commie. Yeah. Unless you're, uh, you know, like, uh, gonna be starting a Dragon Ball Z uh, thing there, the Kamehame. Uh, ha. Whatever. We talked about bringing this nerd shit in here. I don't know none of that, Nick. All right. Hey, hey, hey. I hey. stopped watching it. Dragon Ball C. <laughs> Dragon Ball C. <laughs> so, yeah, we we've we've watched uh, how many uh, shows this season, uh, Jay? About twenty. We did nineteen new, and then one back from the previous season. Nick's favorite. Probably gonna get a lot of awards tonight. Full House. <laughs> there added we go. Back to the list. Actually, let's go over them. All right, here I got. In no particular order, we got your nom- your your potential nominees for this award show: Full House, The Beverly Hillbillies, Police Squad, Clarissa Explains It All, Taxi, Father Ted, Too Close for Comfort, Speechless, What's Happening, Good Times, Freaks and Geeks, The Adams Family, That Eighties Show, That Seventies Show, Partners. The King of Queens, Everybody Loves Raymond, The Munsters, The Oblongs, and Fuck Troop. I mean, F Troop. Yes. <laughs> F that troop. Yes. <laughs> the fuck are we? <laughs> As we discussed. <laughs> if you want to know what that means, go back and listen to our after episode. <laughs> but those yes. are the shows that are uh, potential nominees for these awards that Nick and myself have come up with for this wonderful second annual city shitty awardee <laughs> i'm bald can i be the the golden bald yeah, statue? yeah there we go we'll, we'll, we'll just yeah like take a picture of your head and we'll <laughs> yeah. just make it golden <laughs> anyone who got presented with me would be very upset <laughs> <laughs> they'd be like you don't need to play the music i'm just gonna go <laughs> i'm just gonna leave the stage of my own free will <laughs> no thank you <laughs> oh my god 
as we did last time, we figured out the, the, a pretty good way to do it. We each yes. pick two nominees for each of those categories, and then we, you know, we compare, we contrast. If they match, possibly we got a good winner there. Uh, and if they don't, then we fucking battle it out verbally. Yes. Why, don't, why don't you uh, start the uh, festivities? Festivities. Okay, let me pull up my magical document here. Hmm, let's see. The first we award. Start out, <laughs> do we start out positive or negative? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Hey, you know what? Let's start with a let's start with a with a big one, I think. Okay. Uh this award's nomin- uh, nominees come to you from uh Dirk Plunkett. <laughs> <laughs> who who do you think uh, had the funniest ensemble cast? Ah. Ensemble, ensemble. I, I googled it just to be sure. Four or more, they qualify. Four or more. Got it. All right, my first nominee was the uh, Evergreen Taxi. Yes, which I would also nominate for uh, ensemble cast. Oh, we already got a match, huh? Yeah, we have a match. What? What about your next? Hmm. My second nominee. Curious. Everybody loves Raymond, and that's my other. <laughs> okay. All right. right so we have a, a we have double match, right. which now hmm. puts us at a. Okay, which one wins? <laughs> Fight. <laughs> Begin. I brought a gun to this fight. <laughs> You're now cotton candy, bitch. <laughs> yes, for those uh, out there, that is from Killer Clowns from Outer Space. <laughs> I, I forgot last time we were talking, but... If this thing shot cotton candy, I'd be dead from diabetes. I'd be... <laughs> <laughs> Just be sitting here shooting this thing. <laughs> mm, okay, everybody loves Raymond. Vers- I know your favorite show. Well, well hold on. Remember when we did our top shows? What was actually number one? Oh, you moved Taxi to the top. Okay, Ta- Taxi is on top. Second is Everybody Loves Raymond. So dilemma, dilemma. It just so happens that both of your top shows were ensembles, great ensembles. Yes, exactly. Hmm. You know, I think um, I'm gonna throw it out there. I think Taxi's got to get the edge just because I, of the amazing, the amazing, long lasting talent that has come out of that show. Yeah, and and it. it truly is amazing the writing was spectacular for these characters and if you count the children as part of the everybody loves raymond ensemble that really drags it down <laughs> yeah no no yeah, like for, for the it's not about loves the kids. Raymond, it's you know ray deb uh robert amy uh and uh marie and frank that's basically yeah with, 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 with some guests by like you know like uh the the, the mcdougals <laughs> But yes. Fun fact, though, Taxi. Not only do we cover Adam's family, but Taxi star Christopher Lloyd also played Fester in the 1990s Adam's yes. Family films. That is correct. Yes, which was Adam's Family and Adam's Family Values. So we got a winner with Taxi. So Very our first one. Woo! Oh, nice job, Taxi. You were destined to win something. Jim Burroughs, all the creative people behind the show, in front of the camera. 
Um, All right, my friend. What do you think you wanted? To, what do you want to present for the second award? Okay, let, 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 let's stay on actually the the the, the good side, the, the the light side of the force here. Um, <laughs> so the ha- second half of the show will be all negative. <laughs> no, no, no. Unexpected gem slash underrated show. Yes, I'm what? glad you added both on there. Yeah. Because there was a few that I'd seen before that I already knew, you know. Yes, were, and and yeah. that's the thing. The way I thought of it is, oh, something maybe that you had seen that I hadn't seen. It's like, oh my god, how did I miss this? Or mm-hmm. vice versa, or that we both hadn't seen. It's like, oh my god, this is so good. All right, I'm very curious to hear. What do you got for this one for your okay, first nominee? For the first nominee, speechless. Ah, yes. A show that I told you from the get that I loved. Yes. Much like Raising Hope last season, I said, you're going to love it. And you did, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Not not All only right. did I love it, also, my wife loved it, too. The, the, this, was good, this was good watching. Oh, yeah. Minnie Driver just fucking kills Oh, my it. God. She was so good. And the dad on there, that dude, the whole cast is hysterical. And the kids, it's so hard to find funny kids. It's true. It's Modern true. Family did it. Different Strokes did it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Speechless did it. But a lot of shows just can't quite pull off the funny kids. All right. My first nominee for Unexpected Gem or Underrated Show is actually Father Ted, a there show that I, I had never seen. I don't believe you had ever seen. We kind of pulled it out of nowhere. Yeah. It's like, oh, let's do a British one. And when looking and, for a British show, we <laughs> yeah. wound up watching an Irish show. An Irish show. <laughs> yep. But. Thank God we did, because it so was good. fantastic. Was it three series, I believe, right? Yes. Not a super long show. Very short seasons. Correct. But very funny. All right, your second nominee? Second nominee, Freaks and Geeks. Oh, our, okay. our first, our, our first actual dramedy that we watched. Mm-hmm. Yeah, amazing cast. All these people went oh on to... Oh, my God. The, Great the, things. The the cast, the, the people behind the camera too. Yeah, well, yeah. some one of them went on to great things and then bad well, things. Like, but. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> James Franco, how you doing, bud? Oh hey, <laughs> yeah, cousin James. Yeah. yeah. Let me tell All you right. about him. All right. Okay. Well, my second nominee is Speechless. <laughs> yes, that's a win there for Speechless. I was hoping you felt that way about that show. Oh yes. Yes, and and uh, to tell you the truth, also, uh, I had put like what I would put for like all the nominees, and basically, Speechless and Father Ted were both on there, as mm-hmm. well as Freaks and Geeks and Police Squad. Yep. Yeah. So, so, yeah. But again, Speechless, fantastic show. If you have not watched it yet out there, please do. Again, a perfect little package. It was what three three seasons as well, I think. I believe so. Yeah. Great. They got a finale, which a lot of shows don't get. They got a finale (laughs) and they they wrapped it up in a nice little bow. And yeah, great performances all around. And uh, my buddy uh, that I love from uh, Reno 911, Cedric Yarborough's on there. He's funnier than hell. Yeah. So. Oh, my God. Okay, your second award. Hmm. Do do, do we wish to enter the dark side? Hmm. I think that was a, a strip club I went to in Detroit. Hey, uh, hey, hey. <laughs> hmm. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Which show was the biggest letdown? Oh, biggest for me, letdown. For me, when I was thinking of this, it kind of is something that actually kind of bubbled you up. Like, oh, this could be something I like. And then yep. let down. I feel like in order to be let down, you have to be built up a little bit first, right? Correct. Correct. Hmm. And wh- wh- which of those did you think? Well, uh, I talked about my excitement upon hearing the news of this show, and um, that would be partners. <laughs> yes, sir, and for me as well. Like, oh my partners. God, Martin Kelsey Lawrence, Grammer, Kel- Martin Kelsey Lawrence? Grammer. It's like this has got to be great. Talk about a fucking easy win, man. Oh, and, and it's just like there are moments there that it's like, oh, this good. Uh, oh. Damn it. You could have taken the shittiest buddy cop movie script and thrown them in. It would have worked better than this. Mm-hmm. The yin, the yang, the black, the white, the uptight, the loosey-goosey. It was so fucking easy. And I still think the main thing they failed at is you didn't let Martin be Martin. No, there was one sequence when they kind of let him play. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that was it. A real shame. My second nominee is... What's happening? Really? Okay. Mm-hmm. My second nominee would be Too Close for Comfort. Okay, I get that as well. Um yeah. For me, I didn't know if I... I didn't... I expected more from what's happening. Mm. For me, what's happening has great characters. Yes. Strangely, I don't really like the leads that much. The guys, the three boys, don't really hook me as much as okay. the women did on that show. Oh, oh, the women on the show are Shirley Hemphill freaking... and D and the and yep. Mama and Mama and they were the ones who stole the show for me. Unfortunately, the storylines weren't that interesting to me. Um, and the three main like rerun did nothing for me as a fellow fat boy. Rerun should have been my boy, and he just didn't. <laughs> Him and Dwayne and what was the other one's name? Raj. I forget his name or it. Raj, just they weren't it for me, and it's weird because I love good times so much, and I in my head yes. I think I I think I built it up as like a, a good times type of show. Yeah, in and fact, to me, good we we followed good mm-hmm. times with what's happening. So and for me, good times is so far up the ladder. Yes, that what's happening just kind of didn't make it up as many rungs. So for me, that was a big letdown. Got it. Now, what made you? I uh, think too close for comfort should have. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's got to be your love for Ted Knight and then going, what the fuck happened here? Yeah, well, that that is, again, in our first season, we watched the Mary Tyler Moore show. And if you yep, want to see greats. classic Ted Knight, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. please watch the Mary Tyler classic Moore show. Everybody. Ed, Ed, yeah. Oh, Betty everyone White, on that Mary show. Tyler Moore. Oh, yeah. Everybody. But yeah, in, in too close for comfort. Like, looking back at it, again, when I was young, it seemed like, oh, okay, if this was on, funny, haha, whatever. Yeah, Ted Knight did some, you know, the, the, the physical comedy. I think I mentioned it on the episode where I was like, I remembered liking that show and then watching it, I'm going, I don't know if I've ever seen this fucking show. <laughs> yeah, and the thing is, I remember like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, that was good when I was young. And it's mm. like, oh, I, I guess I really didn't totally get it. And yeah, that wasn't that good. <laughs> Well, we do have a winner, though, which would be, well, a loser, I guess. Yes. <laughs> the loser is the winner. That would be partners. partners. Yay! Uh, con- congrats, or, I, or I'm sorry. I'm not sure which one. 
Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> I am not sure which one of those you would like. I do have a fun fact for you. Jim Bullock of Too Close for Comfort, not related to Sandra Bullock. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, let, 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 let me uh, take a walk on the dark side here and let's go with the award I'm going to call the Jar Jar. Basically, the character Ooh. we could have done without. <laughs> and, yep. And while we're on the subject, my first nominee is Monroe Ficus <laughs> from Too Close of what for Comfort. Show? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I've heard of that show. Again, not related to Sandra Bullock. Yes. <laughs> hmm. All right. Well, my first nominee... Char- you said characters we ha- we could have done without. Yeah, a character we could have done without. My what? first nominee was actually someone we eventually did do without. Randall Carver as John Burns on Taxi. Yes. <laughs> uh. and, and, and again, it wasn't the fact of like, oh, like when, when they right. were the ensemble going on. Mm-hmm. It was fine because he was pretty much background during those things. He wasn't horrible. But it, but it was a John-centric was... story. Mm-hmm. Oh, let down. It wasn't that he was horrible. That no. It was just that he wasn't – everyone else was so outstanding. Yeah, he wasn't interesting. And then his his plots, as you mentioned, and, you know, his very few traits were all redundant with other better characters. Correct. So they 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 did uh, phase him out there once – Season one. <laughs> so that was my first nominee. What's your what's your second nominee? My my second nominee. Do do I go into the uh, yeah you know, like get get getting the hate mail? Oh God! Here we go. I want to hear it. Kimmy Gibbler. <laughs> Ooh, nice. Just you know, it it was she was just annoying after a while. I I would have rather focused on the girls. You know. On Stephanie, DJ, yeah, it's like, it's like, yeah, you can have once in a while a friend come over, but it's just like, when she was over, she hogged all the attention and she sucked the. Well, you're really out. not gonna like, you're really not gonna like Fuller House because she basically replaces Michelle on the on the reboot. Oh, you got it, dude. The Olsons <laughs> wouldn't do the show, so she came in as the third sister, basically. Oh God. Um, but you know, I do understand her purpose on the show because yeah. they didn't. They did not want to sully those daughters at all. They didn't want to oh, make no. them make bad decisions, anything. So they needed someone to be the bad influence, oh, I yeah. think. And then I here's what I think happened, too, is because they brought in Kimmy to kind of do that. But then I think people kind of liked Kimmy. And then they didn't want to do that to Kimmy either. And then they just bring in random right. other girlfriends from school to exactly. do that part. So she did really have no purpose after... That's, they made her just another yeah, character. You know? Yeah, that's There's, it's like it, I and I think that's what to me she sucks <laughs> the yeah you know, like the, the the funny away from the girls the the primary girls. Also, it's Full House, not Full House plus the house next door. Get that yeah. bitch out of here. <laughs> we have enough people Full in this house fucking plus, house. Who's this bitch? <laughs> There's like eleven people in that fucking house already. You don't need another yeah. one. But she also wasn't in every episode. And I don't even Thank think, God. I don't know how early she came in either. She might have been a later edition. I, I think it was two, three. Yeah, it was either like later in one or like in two. I, yeah, I forget. Yeah, what you know what? I bet you she was a response to Urkel. 
which I wouldn't be surprised. You know, the she GTIF. seems like a, a similar yep. vein. They probably were like, "Hey, this show needs an Urkel." Yeah. Hey, they had an episode with Urkel. Come on. <laughs> right. Well, eventually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Eventually. Um. All right. My Your second. second nominee. Uh, I think I'm going to surprise you. Randy Pearson. Of oh, that's that <laughs> now. Here's the funny thing. Randy and John were both also on my list. It's just who did I think higher of lower? Well, and here's <laughs> I'll I'll tell you one thing. I was gonna put old fucking Ficus on there. Monroe. Monroe. <laughs> that's the that's <laughs> the all that's the only good thing from the show. It's like you know Ted Knight's character go Monroe. <laughs> that's <Monroe>. it. <laughs> Oh my god. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to put him on there. I did think that there's a better category that I wanted to throw him in. <laughs> <laughs> there's something I want to throw him in. The, the, a blender. The character. Again, not the actor. Jim, Jim if you'd like to see the thing I want to throw him in, watch the end of Halloween Ends. Oh god. <laughs> um, no. <laughs> I, I think that Randy, though, that 70s show was so good, and the fact that they already had so many characters yeah. and then felt the need to bring in some bullshit, boring-ass character yeah, well, yeah, to uh, replace uh, Eric. Eric, yeah. <laughs> you didn't need that. Honestly, the show no. would have been better. And even, uh, I think they kind of even phased him out a little more toward the end. Like, he was Correct. barely in the finale episode, if yeah, I recall. Yeah, well, he, he was in 21 of the episodes of that last season. But, mm. yeah, it's just like, oh, yeah, we didn't need that much Randy. No, no. <laughs> I do have a fun fact for that 70s show. Oh, Bob Pinciotti was actually in more episodes than Kelso. Wrap wow. your head around that one. <laughs> that is, oh, okay. I was it, like, wait, Bob was in like 200 and... Kelso's only in like 183 or something like oh, that. Oh, shit. I did not realize that. Because he wasn't in, you know, half of that last season or whatever. Okay, so we got four. And again, what, when I made my list, match. those are the four. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's just M M Monroe, you know, was just the king of the bottom for me. <laughs> There's some jokes to be made there. Exactly. Yeah, that didn't sound right, but yeah. Nick. Nick, yeah. come on, I, I, man. He's the Jar Jar. He's the, he's the Jar Jar. <laughs> King of the bottom. I hope he gets a badge. Um, okay, well, here's my thing. We'll, we'll eliminate... We'll each eliminate one from the other. All right. I would definitely say of those... I think Randy and Monroe are the two clear worst. Yeah. You um, are correct. Now, I don't know. I don't know where your list lies, but I would say Monroe is going to come up a bit later. And Randy definitely deserves some shade. <laughs> well, if if we've got something else for Monroe. <laughs> oh, that, I've got something else for Monroe. Okay. that if, if we have something else for Monroe, that is fitting. <laughs> uh-huh. Okay. Then, yeah, then, best lead male. Then, then, <laughs> we'll, then we'll throw the bone to Randy Pearson. I will not. <laughs> if anyone's going to throw the bone to Randy Pearson, it's going to be Monroe. Exactly. <laughs> the king of the bottoms. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. 
Randy Pearson, Randy congratulations Pearson. on being the worst part of that 70s <laughs> Misa, show. Misa no like you, Randy. Misa no like. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, oh, you've, you've become the Jar Jar. <laughs> wow. All right. All right. Ne- next on your list. Next on my list. Let's see. Let's go. Hmm. How about most iconic vehicle? There's some classic cars on these shows that we watch this season. Oh, yeah. I would say my first nominee is actually not one vehicle, but three vehicles that apparently were put together. Three Ford Model Ts were used to make the Munsters coach. Oh, yeah. Classic there. There's also, of course, uh, possible options like the Dragula. The Dragula as well, yeah. But, yeah, no, Munsters coach itself is... One of the classic cars mm-hmm. in, in in sitcom history. Mm-hmm. I, I would also nominate the Munsters Coach. Ooh, okay, we're on a lot of the same page tonight. Yes. Hmm. All right, my second nominee is a 1921 Oldsmobile Model 26 Roadster, owned by the Clampets, also known as the Swamp Rat on Beverly Hillbillies. Oh, boy. Okay, we're doing this again. (laughs) (laughs) That was also your second nominee, huh? Yes, that would be also my second nominee because, again, it is a classic car that also... Features in a classic opening. Yeah, Mm -hmm. it's it's that opening. It's more than a car. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that classic. We talked about the importance of the of Jed Clampett's theme, the opening song there for the Beverly Hillbillies. Yep. The fact that I think every iteration of the opening, they're in the car. Mm-hmm. It's a huge part of the show. Uh, the origin of the show. It's, I mean, it's, it's so integral to the show, and I think it's technically, um, uh, the boy's car, Jethro, right? I be up. Well, was it his mom's or something like that? Because in the first episode, he shows up in it with her and like drives it through the chicken coop or something. Right, right. Yeah, that's what. That's why I'm saying I think it was his mom's, but yeah, she let him. She let him drive. Did I tell you that I learned that actress who played his mother, Jethro's mother, on the Beverly Hillbillies, was actually. The first choice of Lucille Ball to play Ethel Mertz. Wow. Yes, I, <laughs> you re- I remember that? you m- mentioning that, but it's still like hard to believe. That's nuts. Could have been a whole new show. Well, well, which one do you think is a more? Hmm. The Munsters coach versus the Beverly Hillbillies swamp rat. Yeah, th- th- this I is... could tell you which one I'd choose. Yeah, th- th- this is a hard one for me. Like. If it's young me, I'm choosing the Munsters coach. In rewatching these shows, being that the Munsters also had, like you said, the Dragula, it's like it, it shared the spotlight a little. You're saying, yeah, it shared the spotlight a bit. So, given that, I'm giving it to the Beverly. I Hill, think it Hillbillies. Uh, I think my favorite, my favorite ride in the Munsters would have been Lily, but hey, now or Marilyn. <laughs> um, oh yeah, which one? <laughs> oh no, <laughs> not this again. But 
Yeah, I, I'm, I'm giving it to the Beverly Hills Hillbillies Swamp Rat. All right. I was hoping you'd say that. They're both great, but I think that, yes, the Swamp Rat does seem a little more integral to the show. I think it's almost in every episode. Every time they walk out that front door, it's right there. Yep. Right you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Always there. Like I said, in the opening, every single episode, that's how we were first introduced to them. Was the neither of the intros for the monsters feature the car? Correct. It's all the doorway stuff. It's the doorway, which is also an iconic opening. But true, it's not most iconic doorway. No, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> oh God, we we should have had the most <laughs> iconic doorway. <laughs> if we did an award for the most iconic doorway, you know what, Herman? You'd have got it. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. <laughs> also a very iconic doorway, Lily's vagina. Anyway, uh, hey now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 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 because it was pretty magical. Yeah, Herman went in and a werewolf boy a went wolf out. Came I don't know. Out, hey, yeah. now. <laughs> I was. I kept waiting for the mailman or the milkman to show up and be a werewolf. <laughs> or, 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 or can go by that strange, creepy cre- uncle. Yeah, creepy <laughs> uncle, uncle from uh, yeah, from, from from the Rob Zombie movie. Oh, oh, oh. Uncle Wolfie. Okay, I think he actually was that. on. The, I think he actually was on the old show. But. How about? A show that was worthy of another season, but didn't get it. Show worthy of another season, but didn't get it. All right, what you got? What's your first nominee, my friend? Speechless. <laughs> it, oh. Again, it did have an ending, mm-hmm. but it seemed like they had to kind of, oh, shit, we have to end this. You know, like like they wanted probably to extend it a little bit, but... I wonder sometimes with shows like that, because I feel like Mini Driver is so well known for movies. Like, I wonder if, if they can only get these people sometimes for short commitments or something. That's possible. Or if it is like a network, like, eh, we're going to cancel it. But that that is one I, I think was very worthy of another season. Like, hey, I would have taken it. The show's great. Yeah, it, it, it did not overstay its welcome. No, no, it's like in uh, like for me, Raising Hope was the same thing. Four, four perfect little seasons. Yep. Every episode's hysterical and you wrap it up in a beautiful little bow. I think both those shows are so comparable, not only with the genius writing, True. the underrated, the the short run, but the quality of it. Oh, God, that is correct. Great cast too. that like a lot of people don't know. Like Martha Plimpton of Raising Hope. You might know her from when she was younger on, like, The Goonies. But right. other than that, what do you really know her from, right? That's true. If you didn't watch Raising Hope, you're fucking missing out. The father on there? Yeah, see, I I knew him from the uh, Terminator, the Sarah Connor Chronicles, the, the, the TV show. <laughs> he was on The Walking Dead, right? Wasn't he on The Walking Dead or some shit? Uh, I don't know if he was. He, <sighs> might, he like might have been. <laughs> they should have put Cloris Leachman on The Walking Dead. <laughs> Oh, my God. Maybe they still can, if you know what I'm saying. Oh, hey, 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 hey. Uh, let, let's, yeah, it's a Claris. Oh, damn it. I miss you. So, Jay, what show was worthy of getting another season? It was it was perfect that it, you know, of what it had, but could have gone longer. I wouldn't say my first nominee was perfect for what it had, because it deserved a little more. And I think there was so much potential that I would have loved to see what they did with it with Police Squad. Oh, yes. Only six episodes did we get. Yes. We got three films, though. We did get three films, though. Three films. They're yes. kind of in the same 
you know. Yes. Yeah, different well, characters here and there, a few of the same, some of yeah. the not, you know, whatever, but. Yeah, like. Uh, different <laughs> actors. But Nordberg. Well, we'll, we'll just say that. <laughs> yes, there was no murderers, as far as we know, in yeah, the, in, the in show. Yeah, in the TV show. In the show. <laughs> Or in the movie, don't kill me. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> if he did it, no. Um, from my second one, I am actually going to put Freaks and Geeks because mm. it was a great show for the episodes it got. It got no backing from the, the from the uh, from the network, so basically they just did what they could and finished and. Oh, James Fun fact. fact, there was an episode of Freaks and Geeks that they actually banned at the network. And apparently it was because we it was the episode where we learned about Kelly's family being quite abusive toward her. Ah. And they thought it was too much. So oh, apparently wow. if you watched Freaks, Freaks and Geeks in its original TV run. You would not see You that. don't know. You don't. You wouldn't have seen that. And you would have been like, why the fuck are these two girls friends all of a sudden? Because that was the episode that bonded them. Correct. So... <laughs> You did. I guess that wasn't seen until DVD release. Wow, I did not know. Or streaming, mm. yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think DVD probably came first. Yeah, honestly. first. Yeah. <laughs> what is your second nominee? I actually went with the Oblongs, which I think <laughs> is a brilliantly funny show. Oh yes, and crim- also criminally underrated, which I thought about very. There. Very underrated. And I think that absolutely deserved a second season. Now, Jay, I'm going to also go again to my, to my list of what I put there. And those four shows are the ones that I put. <laughs> <laughs> oh. so, so well cast, in fact, that in... <laughs> 2001, the Oblongs won the Artios Award for Best Casting for Animated Voiceover. Wow. And again, fantastic voice cast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Will, Will Ferrell being just one of the many. Yes. <laughs> so, wh- wh- where do we go on this? What? Oblongs, Police Squad, Speechless. Speechless, and Freaks and Geeks. Well, mm. let, let's say this. Out of these, um, Speechless did get three seasons. Mm-hmm. Three great seasons. Three great seasons. So, do we just on that basis, you know, do, 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 does it not make it because the other ones only really got one go around? Although, technically, the Oblongs, they, it was 13 episodes, but they kind of said, oh, okay, yeah, season one, two season seasons, two, yeah. on some showings. Mm-hmm. Hmm. I don't I know. Would be, I would be all in for the Oblongs, but you can you tell me what you're all in for. You see, of these four shows, I love Police Squad. I'm always the one to remind people that the Naked Gun movies actually had a beginning before beforehand. I also, I did consider Freaks and Geeks, but I think I preferred all of those actors in the films I've seen them in rather than the show. True. And, and, and again, yeah, you got to consider that as well. 
would they have gone on to the careers that they had? Um, I do have another fun fact for you. Oh. <laughs> Stay on. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was SOS. <laughs> help me, help me. Uh-oh. John Francis Daly, who played Sam in Freaks and Geeks, was actually the only cast member who was the same age as his character, 14. Oh, wow. That I did not know. And, and uh, did you know that he, uh, the first time he ever played Dungeons and Dragons was for the show. He got so into it, he was one of the writers behind the new Dungeons and Dragons movie. Hmm. I only watched half of it, but the half I watched was pretty good, actually. Yeah. I did laugh. <laughs> I fell asleep, but I I laughed for the first half, and then I never watched the rest of it. Hmm. You know what? You know what? I I I, I have a thing for animated shows, so I th- I, I think you, you can. Being that it was on my list as well, <laughs> uh, I I think I can go with the oblongs. Yeah, the oblongs. You know, unfortunately, yeah. Well, oh, sing it, baby, sing. It. Oh yeah. <laughs> Down in the valley where a chemical spill, boom, 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 came from the people living up on the hill. There's a family by the landfill with hazardous foam in their happy going home. Oblongs. Yes. And that was, you know, they might be giants. Mm-hmm. I, yes, indeed. And uh, unfortunately, I, I know the creator, Angus Oblong, was not a huge fan of the way the show turned out, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Mm, so that may be a reason that it's never gotten a second life. I feel like that would have been an easy, in, in a world where Futurama and Family Guy can all be canceled and picked up. And, up and canceled and picked and, up. and, and, and yeah. <laughs> Over and over and over. Uh, I feel like there's a place where the Oblongs could come back, but I just I wonder yeah. if there's bad blood between him and maybe WB still owns it or I don't know. Yeah, I'm not sure on the uh, ownership rights. I but, believe that was a WB show, if I yeah, remember originally. But, but it was a perfect show for like the first time I really saw it was actually in the Adult Swim on cart- uh, Cartoon Network. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow, this is a great show. It's like, where'd this come from? And then I watched the original run and I don't know if we covered it in the other original episode we did on it, but I don't remember all of them airing. I don't think it aired very long. No, I think, uh, what was it? It might have been three episodes did not. (laughs) You're just like, oh, this show's great. Oh, where'd it go? Wait, what? (laughs) Guys? TV Guide channel? Kids, back then we had to look at the TV Guide channel. Don't don't ask. Uh. And before that, they had to look at the actual TV guide. <laughs> that is true. Okay, Jay, what's your next category? Hmm. Let me see. Uh, my name's Punky Osborne. Um, I'd like to present you the award for most lasting legacy actor or actress. Hmm. Hmm. Your first nominee is um the great, albeit short, Daniel DeVito. <laughs> yes. I think it's hard to argue that Danny DeVito is one of, you know, the greatest icons of TV and film. He's one of the few that Correct. you know well, was able to make conquered the transition. Both. Yes. Mm-hmm. Your first and, nominee. Yeah, and and, and you know, 
you know, like after many years in film, come back to TV and mm -hmm. still and be still killing still it. still kill it. Yep. He was actually added to that the, the Always Sunny, like, second season. Mm-hmm. Because they were yeah. like, we just but, need a little flavor. And yeah, can, can you imagine that show without Frank? <laughs> he was not Cousin Oliver, thank God. They added no. him to the show, and it... <laughs> no, it, it, it was a good addition. Huh, okay. For, for, for mine, let's see, most lasting... Ooh. Yeah, the, mm. the, the, yeah the, the, this one's... This one's harder. I think there's a very interesting choice that I'm interested to see. If you... I am going to actually nominate um, from one of your favorite sitcoms. Um, Melissa Joan Hart? Clarissa, explain them. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, woo! No. Um, uh, the, the, the great Jerry Stiller. Yes, but yes. if like when you think of one of the greatest sitcoms of all time, many people mm -hmm. will say Seinfeld, mm -hmm. and one of the most memorable characters, <laughs> George's dad, <laughs> ironically played by a different actor to begin with. Yeah, which is I, Jerry I, I, Stiller is best known on that show for playing his dad, and he was not the first actor to play the role. Right. Yeah, and it's that, that's quite interesting on that show, the fact of both George's dad and, and Jerry's, Jerry's dad. dad were played by different actors. Elaine's dad was only in that one episode, wasn't he? I believe so, yeah. We never met Kramer's dad? No, we met his mom. Right, but you know, I don't think we met his dad. But, yeah, I, I, I will put up for the... Uh, Nomination, Mr. Jerry Stiller. Oh, man. R.I.P. to a legend. Oh, yeah. He um was very close to being my second choice. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know that... I don't, younger people maybe not knowing him. Um, right. Being a side character on Seinfeld, not in as many, but uh, obviously... And strangely, not the first choice for... The King father on yeah. on King of Queens, right? Or not the first actor, at least. Right. They did do a pilot, right, with somebody else. I think. I th I think you're right, but like when you watch the first episode, not the pilot, but the first episode, yeah. At that point, it's Jerry Stiller. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they reshot it with him or something. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I went with um, a man who I love um, from voiceover work on such thing as The Simpsons. A man who has a reboot of his classic show that just began airing again, which maybe will introduce a new generation to him. Hmm. And a man who starred in one of the worst shows we watched <laughs> this season. I actually went with Kelsey Grammer, Grammar, ironically. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer himself. Yes. Icon. Yes. Uh, partners, not so much. Um, yeah, yeah. I, the, the, I, it's like the show you, you will never remember in front partners. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> But yes, my second choice was actually Kelsey Grammer. I, I, yes, I mean, that, that is that is a good choice. And you see, I didn't think of him because I was thinking of of the show itself. Yeah, f f you know, from the season shows. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I mean, Kelsey Grammer. We're we're back with Jim Burroughs. We talked about Taxi with Cheers, Frasier. 
Uh, like I said, the Frasier reboot is out. I have not seen it. I don't know if it's good. <laughs> I mm-hmm. think there's only one episode out, perhaps. But uh, Sideshow Bob on The Simpsons, one of my favorite oh, yeah. characters of all time for animated as well. Um, yeah, I think that even though Partners is garbage and he's done a couple of garbage shows. Yes. I think he's still uh, got a very long lasting legacy. That is true. Hmm. So given this, yeah, like now I got to like reconsider on some of my things here because now now it's like oh well even if the show wasn't that's why i did good show and actor right yeah i i have to differentiate um yeah because hmm, it's not like kelsey Grammer was terrible on partners he just no the writing just, was terrible yeah the, yeah, the, the, the show <laughs> itself just was not he just well put played together. himself again he just played fraser again basically you um, know even martin lawrence crossed my mind for that but i almost feel like he he hasn't done anything in so long i feel like true has he just kind of retired what? i don't know martin I, I, I've, where I've, are I've, you martin yeah, I've, I've, Come back to us. I need you. I, I've wondered the same thing. Um, the, I think there was talks of a Martin reboot. I believe. Really? Okay, that I did I think not hear. Him and uh, uh, what's her name has made up. I believe. Oh, okay. Tonight's episode brought to you by uh, Founders Four Giants Imperial IPA. Very Ooh, delicious. Nice, nice, nice. Actually, not a sponsor, but I'm going to pretend they are. There we go. Hey, founders, you're not too far. You want to give me some money? <laughs> Do it. <It's> like, <laughs> hey, a, a guy can dream. Come on. Yeah. A guy can drink, can he? I mean, dream, can he? Yeah. <laughs> well, just because of, again, he's just so great. and We've already mentioned him. I'm also going to go with the great Danny DeVito. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Danny DeVito, <laughs> beloved. Maybe yes. not my ex-wife. I don't know how that ended, but uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm not Re- sure on that one. Long time people know, right? Long time married to Rhea Perlman. Also, that is of Cheers. Cheers. The spinoff of Cheers that we discussed for a mm-hmm. minute. Uh, his wife in the film Matilda, which he also directed. Nice, good, good job, Danny. <laughs> Ho- hope to see it again on what when uh, <laughs> Always Sunny ever ends. <laughs> yeah. I kind of hope it doesn't. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like keep 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 them coming while we can. Which he stars on with the lead actor from what show we covered? That eighty show. Oh God, yes. <laughs> the actor Ooh. who played Dennis, who plays Dennis on this uh, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, was the star of that eighty show. Bet you didn't know that, kids. <laughs> there we go, go back and listen to our that eighty show episode. Okay, I, I, I'm going back a little bit to the uh, dark side. We're we're going to take a term from sitcoms and figure out what show jumped the shark and just kind of went a little too long. For anybody not listening, which sitcom does that term refer to, Nick? That is Happy Days when mm. when uh, Henry Winkler as Arthur Fonzarelli jumped the shark, at which people were like, really. Henry Winkler. Oh, that guy back there, I think, killed him. <laughs> Wait, I, I, 
Oh, oh, there we go. I'm like, I'm like, wait, 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 he was the principal in the first scream. Oh, gotcha. (laughs) You didn't remember Uh, that, did you? No, no, I was, I I was just trying to see what was in the background because I, the thing that's, you know, like prominent right now for me is your uh, digital clock. (laughs) I thought you would mention my secret stash hat. Ah, I'm wearing a little jersey right here, baby. Very nice, very nice. Well, time to again jump the shark. My first nominee for a show that went on a little too long is That 70s Show. Great show, Mm. but the Randy Pearson most of that (laughs) season, we can wipe that one off (laughs) and just end it. (laughs) Definitely see where you're coming from on that one. Uh, Oh, yeah. Which show jumped the shark or went too long? My first nominee... Monroe, too close for comfort. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Way too long. Yes. To, to the point it became a different show. Exactly. Where'd the daughters go? The whole fucking point of the show was the goddamn daughters. Yes. The, yeah, they like, were hot. Yeah, I would love Ted to watch Knight them. And, and his two daughters, yeah. I'd rather watch the daughters. Why? Now, let's, let's see Jay hate me for the second nomination. And again, it's just based on a little too long. King of Queens. Love the show. But Mm -hmm. that last part with Doug Mm -hmm. and Carrie, you know, Carrie with her apartment, them fighting, splitting up. They both want to have the kid. It's like, where are you kind of going? It's it's not working. And yes, it's bad. The end of the show is bad. Yeah. Fortunately... It's not the entirety of the ninth season. I think it's nine seasons. It's, nine yeah. se- it's like yes, it's the not last the full like ninth season, four or but, five episodes. Yeah, and, and but like I said, it just went a little too long. <laughs> and you also had the thing where Arthur's getting married, so he's kind of off. I think yes. The last four or five episodes of that King of Queens are terrible. Yeah, uh, I think the, the rest the, the rest of the show for- is great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, my second nominee is actually that '70s show because of Randy, yes, Randy Pearson. Pearson. So see, see, Randy, you 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 helped win another. <laughs> you helped win another well, uh, category. We lost Eric for the whole season. Yep. They add Randy, who sucks, and we lose Kelso midway through that season. Yep. Yeah, it's that, like, that's a that's a how, trifecta. How, how bad can we have it? That's a trifecta of shit when it comes to that show. That is true. Kelso and Eric, so important to that show. So, by by that, that 70s show is our winner. Luckily, they waited till the last season to jump the shark. Yes. (laughs) I would say. And and again, like uh, my one nominee, King of Queens, they waited to the last part of the last season. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Fun fact. King of Queens? Jerry Stiller, actually, at the time of his death. What do you suppose his net worth was? Oh, uh... Thirteen million. Close. Fourteen million. Oh, wow. Okay. I kind of expected a little more from him, honestly. Yeah, I, I, I would have thought... But it's just like one of those, like, well, he's older, like... 
yes, even though he had, you know, these shows, again, Seinfeld and King of Queens, what his cut of it versus, you know, the other cast being being the top build. Yeah. I've seen a lot of things popping up online where people wanted a reboot of the King of Queens where Doug's mom now lives with them. Eh. I don't know. She was pretty funny on there. That she she was be- funny, but I, there, there was just something about Arthur that just, you know. But if the writing is just as... Remember how uh, we learned that uh, apparently Kevin James just has his own guy who writes only for him? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that guy's just really good at writing for Kevin James. Or There we go. What was, what was his weird fucking name? Conniption? Or what the fuck was his name? God. <laughs> I remember he had some... Nip thing. That was it. <laughs> Kevin Nipthing, I think, was his real name. All right, here we go. L- worst lead performance. Worst lead performance. Ooh. Worst mm. lead performance. My first nominee comes from Nick's favorite show of the season, played by Elizabeth Hess. Janet Darling, mother of Clarissa, on Clarissa Explains It All. Well, I actually think the dad was a pretty interesting, mellow, laid-back character. The mom... Not so... Not so interesting, and in a show that you would think would be pretty feminist, Mm -hmm. (laughs) kind of a setback, I feel like, on that show. Yeah. So, at least if she was funny, you'd forgive a little bit of that, but she wasn't funny. She wasn't interesting. And very rarely had anything to add to a scene. Whereas most of the most important parental scenes, I feel like were Clarissa and Dad. So, sorry. <laughs> That's true. Okay, so, no, that, that that is a great uh, first. I am going to go with, again, it was because of... <laughs> again... <laughs> yes, the 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 yeah you know, yeah like uh, he was up for the the, the legacy there, yeah you know, like f- from your nomination, but just for that show, Kelsey Grammer, <laughs> it's just again it oh. wasn't his fault, it was just what they gave him, which was nothing. <laughs> for worst lead performance, you got Kelsey Grammer, huh? Really. Well, you know what? I, I think it's just the hatred of the show. <laughs> the show is bad. Well, and that's the thing is he's playing the same character he always plays, right? Which we actually like. Yes, we, it's we just normally that the like, writing but it, it is just bad. Didn't yeah, work in that show because well, no. I would honestly argue that Martin Lawrence is worse on that show than Kelsey Grammer. But is, yeah, because but. he wasn't allowed to even be Martin Lawrence because we know how good he can be, and then Correct. how good he wasn't. Right. Okay. My second nominee. Oh, boy. Here's your buddy. Monroe Ficus. Jim (laughs) Bullock. Yes. Worst lead performance. And you know what? The writing was bad. The way he played the character was annoying as fuck. Oh, the the most annoying character. I understand the purpose of your character is to be annoying, but there is an endearing way to do that. Yeah, and that wasn't it. And that fucking wasn't it. Yeah. And the fact that I don't I don't know if it what gave these creators the idea that he's the reason. Did they get a lot of fan mail saying, Oh my god, we love that fucking Monroe? Because the whole show became, became. a goddamn 
fuck us show. <laughs> yes. It, Fike it, has it, fucked us is what, <laughs> is what happened with Too Close for Comfort. That's true. Basically, he was like the first iteration of the Urkel. Mm-hmm. The, 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 the show was not supposed to be around, but eventually everything circled around. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. But didn't we learn that the same person adapted this show for America that adapted Three's Company? I believe so, which is so really if strange. You look, yeah. If you look at the formula of the original season or two, mm-hmm. it's the two hot daughters living in the house, dealing with their parents as landlords, which yep. gives me a lot of the Ropers and Jack and Chrissy and Janet. There's a, a similar dynamic, only this time it's their actual parents. Yeah. So it, I'm feeling like that was the original inspiration, was the success of that show. And oh, I yeah. think you I think you even said it followed the show when it when it, it aired. It did. It did. So at some point, there must have been a moment where they were like, wow, this fucking random ass Monroe character, because he came in what, mid season one? Mid season, yeah. Something like that. He was another fucking Urkel or a Kimmy Gibbler. He comes in and everybody fucking loves him. <laughs> I bet Trump fucking loved Monroe. <laughs> Fuck you. I'm going to blame Trump for this, too. There we <laughs> Fuck go. <you>, Fuck Trump. <laughs> Damn you and your Monroe. <laughs> this is the real reason they arrested him. Has yeah, nothing yeah, to you're, do you're your bottom it. guy. <laughs> King of the bottoms. King of the bottoms. He's the coolest king of the bottoms I've ever Uh, seen. The best bottom. (laughs) God. And for my second, yes, there is no none other but Monroe. Hey, yes. Oh, (laughs) Jim J. Bullock as Monroe. I hope his sister Sandra doesn't get upset. Oh wait, never mind. They're not not related. related. Fucking, and your winner for worst. <laughs> Congratulations, God. Yeah, you 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 got what was coming to you. Um. <laughs> wow, there's no deeper jokes there. <laughs> okay, here here here's an interesting one. What show could actually work as an animated show now? There is caveat because a few shows, what one was an animated show. So, of course, that's out of the running. And there were a couple of shows that were animated at times. Right. And I didn't want to go with one that had already been an animated show because I feel like that's a cop out. Yes. So Hmm. my, my, my first, I think Beverly Hillbillies actually would work great as an animated show. Yes, actually, yeah, it's a very good choice. It's already such a cartoon to begin with. Correct. I don't. I did not think of that. But my first nominee is in a similar vein, mm-hmm. and not too far off from another show that actually did become an animated show. I chose The Monsters. Was animated for one episode. <laughs> Was it really? Yes, there was an animated oh. Monsters. It lasted one episode. That's how did bad it, it air? was. They only wait. They only made one episode to air, or just they made a pilot and it failed. Yeah, I believe it was a pilot. It failed. 
Really? Yeah. I mean, it's so similar and, to the Adams Family, which yeah. was an animated show. I don't, I don't, I don't even think the Adams Family lasted that long either, though, right? Maybe a season Not, or two? Yeah, like, yeah, one or two seasons. I believe it, that was Hanna-Barbera, correct? Yes. Adams Family and, was Hanna-Barbera. The one that did, um, Monsters, it had that stylistic of the Pink Panther. You know, like that type of animation. Okay. Next. My, my next one, actually, I think also would work was F Troop. I think hmm. F Troop would work well as an animated show. I did consider F Troop. Um, you know, cowboys and Indians and exactly. That, I mean, yeah, that's just ripe for the picking. Yeah, the, the, the and again, very slapsticky. Could have yes. You know. Again, fits into that animated style. Hmm. My second choice is actually, I thought real hard about it, and I thought, what's a show that maybe didn't work as much for us as a live show, but maybe could have worked as an animated show? Don't say partners. There was, was, nope, nope. Okay. There was also elements of the show that were animated. I thought Clarissa Explains It All could have made an interesting children's cartoon show. Uh, yeah, I, I could see that. I could see, yeah, like, again. You could because- go a little farther with the brother-sister rivalry. You could have yeah. a little more fun. You could leave the fucking house once in a while. <laughs> yeah, there we go. You could have more of her in school. You could have, all, you know, it's I like, think that. <laughs> she she can leave her room or, like, or the living room. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, like she probably would have been a pretty good little voice actress. Even she had a lot of inflection in her voice, and she would. True. Have, I'm sorry, she had a lot of inflection in her voice. She could have probably done a great job being an animated voice, but yeah, yeah. I, I I could definitely see that. All right, well, I think you have you have two great choices. Yeah, I I, I I'm really leaning, I think, to the Beverly Hillbillies, like you said, like. It, it has the elements that translate very well to an animated show. And I think both are great choices. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and I, th- I think with the Beverly Hillbillies, it can be a little more over the top. I think it could be more, a little more slapsticky on the F Troop. Well, and that's the weird thing. I think that we, our main complaint of F Troop was the second season was too cartoony and slapsticky. Which Without is any funny. substance, <laughs> but if you made that a cartoon, yep. Honestly, and you know what? We only got two seasons of F Troop, so true, true. So yeah, we I, got I, like nine, wasn't it? Nine seasons, seasons of, of Beverly, Beverly Hillbillies. Hillbillies. Yeah. So you know what? Given I think that F Troop, F Troop yeah. gets the nod. Hey, I like that. There you go. Very good. Congratulations, F Troop. You would have made a great cartoon show. I think the first season of F Troop is brilliant, and I, I think oh, they just, yeah. They got a little too slapsticky. They started making everybody slapsticky, I think, yeah. season two. Whereas Parmenter, Ken Barry, the first season, mm. him as the slapstick character, beautiful. Chef's kiss. Oh, yeah. Perfect. But there was a little too much. Like, they started relying a lot on Agarn in drag. Like, I feel like yeah. there was like four episodes in a row where it was like Agarn in drag. And you're like, okay, it's funny once, but why do you keep doing it? Right. And then you know, so, th- 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 then you also had um, him playing his phone fan, like fifteen family members and yes. shit. Like, okay, yeah, like the, the the guy that was on the loose, uh, 
They like, like they almost made it the fucking Agarn show. They almost Monroe'd his ass. <laughs> they, they came close, but yeah. They, All they, right, F Troop winning. Mm. Okay, like, what like. what do you got? I, we talked about which show was most deserving of an animated show. I wrote yes. a category similar. Which show was most deserving of a big budget modern movie adaptation that? Mm hasn't had one because we all know i mean adam's family has been around forever correct there's been many a film many a show yeah and actually beverly hillbillies has got beverly the, hillbillies uh, had a, has had a feature mm-hmm. film as well starring yep. the great cloris leachman which we didn't mention on our fucking episode for some reason i don't we know we were why, talking but about the beverly hillbillies movie we love cloris leachman we never once mentioned put it that together, she played yeah. granny <laughs> that she played fucking granny hmm all right, my first nominee. I think, again, I think a big-budget animated film could be a good time with the Oblongs. I mean, you had the that Simpsons movie. You had, you know, you have even things like Bob's Burgers getting a movie. It wasn't a great movie, but they got a no. fucking movie. Great, great show, not so great movie. The movie's average, yeah. Yeah, it's, exactly. I think the Oblongs, if you took, and, and it's such an interesting world, so many great characters, as we mentioned, the, the voice cast already is amazing. Um, but you could do like that's the thing that a lot of these movies don't. You got to make the story big enough to warrant a movie. Yeah, like the Simpson movie, I didn't think it was amazing, but I no, like but it because it, yeah. at least the story's big enough, right, to warrant a movie. You know, correct. What I mean? With the oblongs, with the whole, you know, the landfill, the toxic shit, the there could be so many interesting stories you could tell. Yes. Um, for for my first, I'm I'm actually going to go the the, the the you know again my my favorite sitcom. I think actually you could what the original idea of Taxi was about. These cabbies, you know, you know, from one garage, basically multiple stories, basically an anthology type of film about. Oh, okay, hey, you know, and then you know, I'll, you, know, so you I'll, want a prequel? Yeah, you could Is do a prequel, thinking? or yeah, you know, like you know, maybe Robert De Niro shows up looking for a job. <laughs> That's a different taxi driver. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Monroe. <laughs> no. <laughs> But what would you say for the second? I mentioned that I I didn't think it deserved another season, but I mentioned how much I loved all these characters in other films. And honestly, a modern day catch up type of sequel, I think of things like um, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, yeah. Something That's- like that. I think a similar style sequel film to Freaks and Geeks. That would be a great could, way to do it. That mm-hmm. really I think would that could be, be a, a phenomenal way. way to bring all these. They're all, you know, pretty big stars. I'm sure Franco wouldn't be allowed to be involved, but yeah, that's a everyone else story, is yeah. still. They're still around. A lot of them are still relevant. They're still well, well, funny. Well, you know, like maybe Danny Masterson could play the role. Oh, never mind. Oh, um, hey. oh, <laughs> oops. About that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I. I'll be honest. I also agree. That that would be the better way to follow up 
like like okay, what's happening? Not what's happening. That actually came from a movie. Um, well, and we we got to know uh, her parents, the the main girl. I forget yes. her name. Uh, uh, Shannon, not Shannon Woodward. What's uh, no, 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 no. Uh, Hope. Uh, Linda Cardell- uh, Cardellini. Yes, Cardellini. yes, Linda. She looks so much like the Sabrina from Raising Hope. I confuse them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Both hot brunettes, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, like we got to know her fam- her parents so well. We could now see how she raises a family. Maybe she's a Correct. married woman. Um, you could see her, her brother as the uncle. You could see her parents as the grandparents. Mm-hmm. And you could see what happened to these stoner-ass losers Yep. as yep. time went on. Yeah, did, did uh, Jason Siegel's you know, character go into the uh, military? Like, basically, he you know, like would be just stuck doing, like, a, based on his dad would, you know. And just the fact that it's a dramedy, yeah, it would, to me would work so much better as a movie than it, that worked as a show. Yeah, and and truthfully, I think dramedies work better nowadays as yeah you know, because the typical comedy that we kind of grew up with, like as far as movies, you don't mm-hmm. see much of. Yeah, but a right. dramedy, yes. Well, and you could have the the show had that dry humor. It didn't have the audience, so you don't have to right. overcome the changing of the feel of a show. If you made King of Queens into a fucking movie, you would immediately have a different feel because oh, you're yeah. not dealing with an, a studio audience and all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. No, that's the I, I I totally agree that Freaks and Geeks would make a great feature you know feature film follow up. So is that your second? That's my second. Hey, there it is. Freaks and Geeks, make us a fucking movie, man. I know. What you doing, Apatow? We just made you a billion dollars. Go fucking do it. <laughs> and the good news is the movie has gained such a cult following over the, so many years. Uh, that, the show. You know, yeah. What did I say, movie? The, yeah. the show has gained <laughs> such a, a, a great cult following over the years. All of his films have gained such a great cult following. True. I will say, Apatow, if you could make a movie under two hours, yeah, I'd like you. I'd like you a million times fucking more. Yeah, <laughs> but I've gotten to the point where uh, I watch an Apatow movie, and when you get to about the hour and a half mark, if you just skip the next twenty minutes and then watch the rest, uh, it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> There's always some fucking extra, extra fucking story thread in there that I'm like, okay, dude, I don't like to laugh. I can't laugh that long. Two, over two, two and a half hours? Some too of these much. fucking movies? Too much. Too much fucking comedy, man. Leave us wanting something. But make me a fucking Freaks and Geeks movie. It's a dramedy, so we won't laugh as much. We'll have a little more character. Mm-hmm. We, we, we can get the feels. Come on. Yeah. Congratulations, Freaks and Geeks. Yay! Okay. Which one are you again? Which one did you say I identify as? Well, I'm sorry. Oh, of the Freaks are, and Geeks? Yeah. Are you a freak or a geek? Probably you bite heads off geek. bats. Yeah. <laughs> you bite heads off bats in the circus. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what a geek was, right? No, oh, no. Uh, wait, I'm, I'm trying to remember now. The uh... <laughs> I think I think the geeks were the ones that bit the fucking like animal heads off or some shit. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to remember the uh, the actual <laughs> either that or it was something classy. Freddie Blassie wanted to. Uh... Get get rid of pe- pencil nut geeks. That's, 
Is that a male prostitute you've known or? No, no, no. Oh, oh again, I, f- I keep forgetting your age. But the, he, he was a. <laughs> Me he was, too. That's the fucked up thing. I got to stop drinking. <laughs> yeah, he, he was a wrestling manager when I was young. He, he managed the Iron oh. Sheik and Nikolai Volkov. All right. Okay. Write in the comments below your favorite Iron Sheik memories. Oh, yes. I don't know who that is, but I assume some of you will have great life. Oh, my God. Memories. You don't know the Iron Sheik? He just died, right? Did we yeah, mention he, him one one? Yeah, he just yeah. died. Yeah, it's like, well, so I as I said, was, right below. He he was the real, as, as, as he would always point out on t- Twitter. <laughs> hmm. Um, hey, Here's a fun category. I think they've all been fun, I Nick. think they all have, but it, it, here's Dirt just like. Dirt Plunkett also thinks they've been fun. Okay. <laughs> what food from the different shows that we watch would you most want to try? Mm-hmm. Let, let, let's start it with Granny's Roast Possum from the Beverly yeah. Hillbillies. This was a weird question when you pray, when you wrote said that to me today. I was like, what the fuck is this dude talking about? I was trying to think of any distinct foods. I didn't really. But okay. I did come up with um, two dinner tables I would really love to eat at. Because I'm sure it was fucking great. Oh, okay. So I said for my first one, I would say anything off Kitty Foreman's table. I feel like she was oh, probably yeah, a Kitty, great Kitty's fucking cook. Uh... Red Foreman does not seem like a man who would stay with a woman who couldn't make his ass a good dinner when he got home from work. Mm-hmm. Right? That's true. And you know she's using extra seasoning because she was drunk off her ass every time she was in that <laughs> kitchen. <laughs> She'd be like, a little sherry? A little sherry. A little sherry? <laughs> yes. And along those lines, I would also, and I'm sure this is probably the other dinner table you would think of, <laughs> I, the dish, I would say, is Marie's lasagna from Everybody Loves Raymond, mm. but Marie Barone, oh my God, the dishes that she would whip up. Well, I I did not say Marie because I feel like I would be the Robert of the bunch. <laughs> She'd be like, this motherfucker. <laughs> I actually, I did go with another uh, family dinner table, though. You have a guess? Uh, full House? Uh, uh, Florida Evans, I feel like. Oh, Florida, yes. Florida yeah, Evans true. of good times. I bet yes. you she was a good-ass fucking cook, man. All the, Again, James, you think James was going to stay with a woman who couldn't fucking cook him <laughs> some good-ass dinner? Come the fuck on, man. I bet you fucking Katie Damn. Foreman and Florida Evans were both good ass cooks, man. Oh yeah. And I and he, here here's the fun thing. As I'm long as you th- didn't say Deborah. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> oh no, no. Yeah, Deborah's uh, lemon chicken. Um, I'm gonna throw in a wild card. Oh. Again, normally it's two, but here's 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 the other one. You could have any of those other dishes, or you know, like. Be at those tables. Dish. Or would you like to try one of Latka's cookies? Would you like to be famous like the famous Amos? I don't want to try anything Latka ever (laughs) fucking stood near. (laughs) Nothing. That dude's a fucking freak. I want him gone. (laughs) Do you remember the main ingredient in those cookies? I do not remember, no. Was it marijuana? (laughs) <laughs> no, 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 it was not marijuana. It, like, you know, like he, he, uh, he had, you know, chocolate. He had, you know, like, you know, flour. He had cocaine. cocoa leaves. Oh, yeah, the 
cocoa leaves. Oh, yeah, cocaine, The main ingredient yeah. in cocaine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, if he made it, no, I don't fucking want it. I don't want anything to do with it. Okay. <laughs> right? Again, nope. you, you have the option of the, the cookie. <laughs> I'm de- Well, I'm not eating fucking possum. I'm not eating fucking cocaine. Hmm. Marie is a, is a good option. Yeah. But like I said, she, Ro, I would get the Robert treatment. Ro, she'd be like, oh, leftovers in the fucking fridge from three days ago that Raymond didn't eat. But but you know what? Even the leftovers, <laughs> I'm sure, are great. I, I am an Italian. You make some good good, good Italian dishes. Oh, yeah. You, you're, you're wanting the leftovers next couple of days. I don't know. I, it's hard to say, like, you know, the Evans lived below the poverty line. True. Would there Does that make the food worse? Not necessarily. No, no it does not. All right. We'll give it to Marie. We'll give it to Marie. Okay. All right, Marie. Okay, congratulations, Marie. Because I'm sure if we, if we did not give it to her, she would be all over us on why, why we were wrong. And Well, we should have given it to Kitty because she's the only one alive to cook for us still. So. True. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is true. <laughs> but we'll give it to Marie. All okay, right, you're, you're next. Let's go with favorite relationship. And I wrote not yeah, only that's... romantic. It could be romantic. could be familial. It could be any kind of relationship. Just, But I would think two characters, the way they interact, which relationship in general is your favorite? And my first nominee from one of my favorite shows, because... Uh, it's just fucking kills me every time they speak. Is Doug and Carrie from mm-hmm. The King of Queens? <laughs> and of and of course you you say that now I have the song stuck in my head. Do you remember what the theme song? No, no, not, not oh, the theme Doug song. Oh, Doug and Carrie, Doug and Carrie, Doug, Doug and Carrie, Doug and Carrie, <laughs> Arthur, 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 Doug, <laughs> and, and it's like at the end of the the episode, he's got everyone in the bar singing that. <laughs> Doug and yeah. Carrie. Yeah. Uh, okay. So for for my f- first uh, re- relation, I am going to choose. Yeah, and it's you've never had relations before. Hey, now, hey. You know what? That doesn't awesome. shock me. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's it's Monroe. No, just kidding. <laughs> oh my! No. Are you the power, the king of the tops? Then. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Now I I am going with, um, let's see which ones though. Uh, now I'm I'm gonna go with Robert and Ray Barone. Oh yeah, good the, one. The the, the 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 brothers. I did oh. consider. I do. That is probably my favorite part of the show is their relationship. Yeah. Well, it, it it's it's really like kind of the little bit of a, the the triangle between, yeah, like those two and. You know, Marie and Frank also uh, fawning over Ray and not so much over Robert. <laughs> I went with a another familial relationship that always cracked me up. So I actually... It. It, is it someone you were just mentioning? It, it was someone that, uh, you know, left the show and the show got worse. Oh, oh, Okay. I think Eric and Red Foreman are a perfect yin to yang yes. generational relationship. 
the fact that Red Foreman birthed Eric Foreman yeah. is and, an anomaly, and it is brilliant. Or you could be a little more specific with the relation. It could be Red's foot and Eric's ass. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Okay, for for the second one on my side, hmm. And oh. I, both of mine went from the comedy aspect. Yeah. Oh, no, no. It's, same here. It's like, yeah, there, there are some good, you know, heartwarming as, as well, but. That's not as fun. <laughs> uh, not, not as fun. <laughs> but I am going actually the, the, the route of Frank and Marie Barone. <laughs> Because oh, you got two from Everybody Loves Raymond, huh? Yeah. It, again, the Barones were just... Which is funny, because for my second one, I almost went uh, Doug and Arthur. <laughs> <laughs> I had a hard time choosing Doug and I Carrie know. or Doug it's... and Arthur. <laughs> Arthur, 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 Doug and And again, Carrie. if anyone out there is listening and they don't remember or they didn't listen to our episodes on King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond... King of Queens is a spinoff of Everybody Loves Raymond, which is hilarious. Basically, yeah. So the fact that one of my favorite shows is a spinoff of one of his favorite shows is yeah, very bizarre. Is, yes. <laughs> you said Frank and Marie. Fra- Frank and Marie. And and, and Ray and Ray uh, and Robert. I would say of those two, Ray and Robert is a better, funnier relationship. Oh, oh I I think. I think it's more. The, the, it's more layered. There's, the, it's there's more. Layered. more opportunities that they yeah. have with you know with Ray and Robert but I think still, there's more to it that, that with uh Frank and Marie I think you have one of the uh f- funniest mo- uh moments like like scenes when they're uh returning the coffee maker to get back the toaster that Ray got for them for Christmas which was engraved with their names mm-hmm. and where where Marie t- tells Frank, you know, like, I'm not some kind of trophy wife. <laughs> and to which Frank is what like, What contest tr- in hell did I yeah, win? You're a trophy wife? What contest in hell did I win? <laughs> he won a sitcom. <laughs> there we go. Oh, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> hey, that sitcom can be a fucking just a trophy looks like Marie. Let's see. I, I think from your two, so you, you, you're, you're choosing Ray Robert from mine. I think that's the funnier dynamic, and I think that I Frank and Marie are funny, but it's it's the same funny over and over, you know. Where I feel right. like Robert and it's such a competitive, right? I think the competition uh, and, and, aspect, and, 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 and a lot of times it's for the same thing. It's really like for their mother's affection, usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and for for yours, see, Doug and Carrie or Red and Eric? That's that's a tough one. Like, yeah, you know, b- being that you know we we were talking about the the, the main and the and the spinoff, we'll, we'll we'll say Doug and Carrie. Mm-hmm. Okay. So okay, so we have Doug and Carrie versus Ray and Robert, of which they they've been on each other's shows. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, oh. obviously, I'm gonna fight for Doug and Carrie. I, feel I know, like- and I'm gonna fight for. Yeah, like Ray I and feel Robert like because well, I Doug and Carrie. I feel like you get the best of both worlds because they have the relationship aspect as well as the adversarial aspect, and then you throw in Arthur 
as a as a wrench in the fucking right. machine. <laughs> and it's so for, you know Arthur is basically their Marie. So they both have the same yeah. exact thing. Yeah, yeah, they 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 have. Yeah, it's like okay, they're not they, fighting for the affection of Arthur. They're no, fighting no. for which fucker has to deal with. Deal with Arthur. Yeah. <laughs> and and the crazy thing is with with Marie, yeah, you know, like with, with the two, with the two boys. Part of it is the you know, fighting for the affection, and part of it's like, no, no, no. You t- in fact, there's an episode where it's like talking about, okay, if Frank dies, okay, you take care of her. <laughs> it's yeah, like, right. Oh no, no, no. You take it, and then it becomes like, no, no. I'm gonna take care of her. <laughs> so, mm. yeah, th- th- this this is a, a very tough one because, yeah, like we, we, these are two of our favorite shows. <laughs> I I I have a question. Mm-hmm. Could this actually be the first tie for Sitcom My Face uh, our annual awards? Because yeah, th- th- these are two of I think two the of greatest each of our favorite shows. I don't know that we could sway each other. Yeah, yeah, and, and the fact of we also agree on like oh okay, these relationships are awesome. Like mm-hmm. are are some of the funniest things. Of those shows. All right. I'll allow it. So we actually have a tie. Unless you turn into cotton candy. Ah! <laughs> oh, he's dead. Doug and Carrie went. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> All uh, right. Well, congratulations to Doug and Carrie and Robert and Raymond. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it is funny. They've all shared scenes together, which is from two different true. shows. That's pretty funny. That yeah, that is very funny. And not even the same creators. No, which is quite odd. Also strange. The, the yeah. spinoff is not the same creator. Yeah. Yeah. Usually, it's like when you have a <laughs> spinoff, it's like, oh yeah, well, yes, yeah, same group, same creators, same producers. No. Nah. Hmm. <laughs> Well, both great shows. If you don't go watch Everybody Loves Raymond and you don't go watch King and Queens, that's your fucking loss. Okay. Your life's worse for it. <laughs> okay. Ne- next one on mine. And this this is one. Let's go rapid. I'm going to say the category and let's just throw them all out there and then decide oh what God. wins. Because. All right. You know what a, a lot of these sitcoms have? Hmm. Really good catchphrases. So, the best catchphrase. Mm-hmm. Dynamite. I also have dynamite. <laughs> you, you could also have a foot up your ass. That is my second nomination, a foot <laughs> in your ass. Red Foreman, that 70s show. Now I know what your next one's going to be. Okay. Okay, thank you very much. Holy crap. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, holy crap is in there too, but thank you very much. (laughs) Thank you very much. That's Latka, Taxi. Yes. Uh, Yeah, Frank from uh, Everybody Loves Raymond is holy Holy crap. crap. Yes. And I'm going to throw one of your favorites. Drink. Fuck. Fuck off. Father Ted. Arse. (laughs) Girls. (laughs) From Father Ted. (laughs) I would say full house, Uncle Jesse. Have mercy. mercy. <laughs> hmm. how, how about the classic? You rang. What'd Merch. you say? You rang. Oh, you rang. Yep. 
Would <laughs> would the laugh be a catchphrase? <laughs> yeah, I guess we could actually. Herman Munster. Yes. And uh, uh, let, let's say, uh, yeah, you know, like you know, your 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 favorite from Full House. You got it, dude. Mm, yeah, 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 yeah. Or Joey, cut it out. <laughs> a lot of options. My the two that I wrote though were the first two you named: dynamite and foot in your ass, and every variation of it. Yes. My favorite being Red going, yes, you morons just hung vacancy signs on your ass yes. and my foot's <laughs> looking for a room. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Foot up your ass does get the win. Because some of the other ones are so quick. Yeah. But well, and it comes in so many different versions. There's so that's many variations the thing. of it. Foot, foot up your ass is so versatile. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like there's there's so many that red. Even Kitty said it to Red one time, and he's like, "What?" The <laughs> okay. What? What? <laughs> like what, the what? one where Kelso gets his hand stuck in the vase, and he's like, "It's a classic case of hand stuck in vase." He goes, "Well, get it off, or you're about to have a classic case of foot, foot stuck, stuck in ass." ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's so many different ways to use it. Uh, let's go with most lasting legacy TV show. TV show. This is not character, not actor. This is the show mm. itself. My first nominee. I actually think that um, as we discussed in our one of our last episodes, I think Full House actually has a pretty big lasting legacy uh much against the will of nick but i think the fact that it had a, a reboot that lasted what we say five four or five seasons some fuller like house that. yeah i think five too seasons. long probably yeah. jumped the shark twice and that's yeah. long, but hey it came back we talked about how much we loved you know bob saget and people like that who were involved with the show i think whether you like it or not i think full house has a pretty long lasting legacy mm-hmm. especially for people of my generation as the three guests we had on told yes me. yes the the average age of the of the guests <laughs> yeah still a little younger than me <laughs> well who isn't everyone older than you is dead hey, 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 hey. <laughs> well anyway for, for for my uh nomination for uh, uh, lasting legacy for a show. I will say, Taxi, it 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 was strong enough that even though ABC canceled it, NBC picked it up. Only for like one year, though, right? It was only one year. Yes, it, and a legacy. I don't know that a lot of people still discuss it. I mean, people we we discuss it. We love it, but honestly, are younger people talking about Taxi, or do they? They go, what the fuck is that movie with uh, Jimmy Fallon and Queen Latifah? No, 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 no. But but when when you go to critics, when you go That's to funny. you know people that I'm actually, not, I'm saying it should have more of a lasting legacy. I just don't know yeah. if it does. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. Again, the the whole Full House thing. I I'm still not sold. <laughs> <laughs> right there, you go. Uh, my second choice. I think it's hard to argue with the Adams family. Yes. Yes. And the Adams family to this day is still spinning things off. Wednesday, 
is still having reboots Which was animated. A huge hit. Yeah. What's that? Uh, Wednesday was a huge hit for Netflix. Yes. It's getting another season as soon as the strike's over, I guess. Correct. And I will agree that the Adams family has like one of the most lasting legacies. Mm-hmm. Again, no matter who you ask, whether it's critically and no matter what age. Yeah. Everyone, every age has some version of. They're doing the animated movies. Remember, they're doing those new exactly. CGI like animated the, movies. The, yeah, the they're doing the, the old cartoon show, the old '60s show. You had the '90s movies. You had the straight to DVD movies. You had two mm-hmm. or three reboots of the show. I think the new Adams Family and reunion movies of the old show. Right. I mean, when, yeah, Wednesday was a, a huge hit. I don't even think they expected that, but I guess no, Tim, Bur- I, I Tim Burton so, involved but... and Jenna Ortega is a huge star now. So Right. And, and yeah. you have the last Wednesday also in there as well with uh, Christina Ricci. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, congratulations. Yeah, I, I didn't think there was any debate on that. I, mean, no, I figured family, that would be really. the winner. Yeah. Even if you say the Munsters, they go, what the fuck is that? Yeah. No, no, no. It's. Out of it. Well, it, you know, like it came back into the the whole thing because of Rob Zombie's thing. Just like, oh, what's this? Uh, well, okay. I then, don't even you. I don't even know if young people realized that was a remake or a reboot yeah. of any. I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But who would? Who, I don't know who he made that for. Still to this day, not sure. Go watch our commentary track on the monsters made by Rob Zombie. Okay. Hopefully, you know, I saw that movie. The other day I was in a store. That movie was sitting there on Blu-ray for a dollar. And I still was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and I own things like Back to You starring Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> wow. Again, again, the tarnishing of the legacy of it there. As we, we as he was brought up earlier. Oh man. So to recap real quick, characters we could have done without Randy Pearson. Unexpected gem slash underrated show, speechless. Show worthy of another season. The Oblongs. Which show jumped the shark slash went too long? That would be that 70s show. Yes, the Randy Pearson years. (laughs) (laughs) Which show could have worked as an animated program? F Troop. Best catchphrase. Foot in your ass and every variation of it. Of Red (laughs) Foreman. And that 70s show, which show featured a food you'd most like to try? Well, that would be anything, but apparently specifically the lasagna made by Marie Barone on Everybody Loves Raymond. Uh, most iconic vehicle, the 1921 Oldsmobile Model 26 Roadster Swamp Rat owned From by the, the Clampets on the Beverly Hillbillies. Your biggest letdown. <clears throat> Partners, starring two of the funniest people we know, Kelsey Grammer and Martin Lawrence, <laughs> and it sucks. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the most lasting legacy TV show, The Adams Family, of course. Most lasting legacy actor or actress, that goes to Danny DeVito. <laughs> if you don't like Danny DeVito, I've said it before, get the fuck out. Uh, worst lead performance, worst lead performance, goes to Monroe Fuck us. I mean, ficus. Jim Bullock. <laughs> no relation to Sandra Bullock. <laughs> Funniest. That's true. Ensemble cast. 
Taxi. Most deserving of a big budget modern movie adaptation, but has not had one. We actually agreed on Freaks and Geeks. Geeks. I did not think that would happen there. Favorite relationship. We had a tie on this category. Yep. Our first ever. Correct. Doug and Carrie versus Robert and Raymond of Everybody Loves Raymond. Doug and Carrie, of course, of King of Queens. Anything else you want to add to our second annual award show here, Nick? No, just, again, we watched some incredible shows. Some maybe not as incredible. (laughs) But I think... How did Clarissa not win any... Oh, wait, her mom won an award. (laughs) Oh, yeah. No, her mom was nominated for an award. Nominated. But... I think, you know, for the most part our, of what we watched was some incredible sitcoms. We also got into our first dramedy. Mm-hmm. There will be others, but, you know, th- th- this was our first taste of a dramedy. Uh, we, we had shows that came from movies, and we had shows that went to movies. <laughs> Did, do, you, do you remember which one was the uh, came from? Which one of these sitcoms came from a movie? Let me look at the list yeah. here real quick. Um, not Full House, not Taxi. <laughs> What's happening? What's happening? Cooley High. Yep, yep, yep. And then, <laughs> you know, went to movies. We had multiple. <laughs> Yeah, the best one being the monsters made by Rob Zombie. Megan, stop! Well, if we uh, we go into the third season here pretty soon, what uh, what are you most looking forward to? What do you what are your hopes? What what is something you want to revisit or watch for the first time, perhaps, and uh, add to this this podcast we're doing here, sir? Um, I'm looking, we, we had our first taste of, um, Norman Lear, mm. but you I think, think it's, it's time, huh? I, I, I think it's time for a little Lear and a little Gary I'll give Marshall. give you a little Lear. <laughs> but, um, a little Lear and a little Gary Marshall. I think those two sh- should be on our, uh, radar for this, this year. What about yourself? Yeah, I I think that um, it is time to hit some of those heavy hitters, some of those Norman Lear shows. One of my favorite redheads has still not made an appearance here, so maybe perhaps some of her shows will pop up. That's true. She she, she had a few. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, Michael I, I, Lucy and, being and, the best. Uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, and you know, like, <laughs> I'm looking yeah, forward the, to making you watch some more Nickelodeon shows. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Write in the comments oh. below which ones you want me to torture him with. Oh, no. No, like I said, I, I think. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. <laughs> and I, I think, you know, like I said, yeah, I think it's time to get into, like you said, the heavy hitters. Again, the Gary Marshalls, the Norman Lears, and just some of the other, like your Larry Charles's, you know, things such as that direction. Or, you know, Larry Charles, Larry David. Start heading to those directions. You're just naming Seinfeld writers now? <laughs> <laughs> hey. 
All right. Well, if you want to find us, you can find us on YouTube, Sitcom My Face, Facebook.com slash Sitcom My Face. I'm on Twitter at Bidwell Fog or Twitch.tv slash Bidwell Fog. He is Twitch.tv slash NetNick191. We are also available on X, formerly known as Twitter at Bidwell Fog. And at Sitcom My Face, we do exist. Send us your show recommendations for next season. We Correct. do listen. I do read the comments. I even send Nick over here uh, photos here and there of the comments we get. Yes. I know yes, Becker do. and some of those other kind of shows have popped up in the comments section. So maybe that's possible. possible. Uh, what would we like these kind folks to do for us, Nicholas? We would like them to sitcom. My face.